it is cool that everything's kind of going back. Uh, I hate saying retro, but man, it's it's a good excuse for them to charge a lot of money for this stuff. You know, I'd love for us to put right. out some vinyl at some point. And what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Sloppy Syndicate Show. And we have none other than Vu Moonshine in the green room ready to come on. Pleasure our ear holes for a little bit. And folks, we are in the presence of certified rock stars uh, with these guys. They've toured Ireland, Europe. Uh, they are phenomenal. Uh, and they have uh, had huge success uh, with their albums. Uh, so without further ado, let's bring the rock stars themselves on the show. Let's when, when are the rock stars going to be here? How we doing? <laughs> Good, how you doing? We're doing all right. Right. <laughs> and uh, so uh, you guys uh, formed in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, 2003-ish. Um, and then you guys exploded uh, over in Europe. You did a bunch of tours in Europe, uh, Ireland. I had, uh, how many times were you uh, number one in England? Uh, I think it was seven or eight times. Uh, you were voted number one in Japan uh, six times, if I'm correct. Um, so overall, just a huge success with the, the Decade of Decay album. And uh, you just, again, certified rock stars. So, um, you know, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves, uh, let us know what you play. Uh, you know, Pedro's the lead singer, and uh, he's the man behind the magic with the voice. So, um, and this is good old classic rock and roll. So, I'm just a guitar player. That's nothing important. Pedro's a singer. <laughs> oh, Jeff's like, ah, oh, nothing important. I just play the guitar and the, you know, certified rock star. So yeah, yeah. very humble, very humble, Jeff. So, but yeah, the, the decades of decay album is uh, phenomenal. I've listened to that uh, numerous times uh, since I first discovered you guys. And, um, you know, it's a pleasure having you guys on the show. Um, so tell us a little bit Pedro. about. I think Pedro was still in junior high when I no. <laughs> put that thing out. Since he's a young guy, time ago. Right. Um, awesome. That that was great. And uh, yeah, so tell us a little bit about uh, the ride with Decade of Decay. I mean, you guys had a huge uh, ride with that. So. Well, it was just kind of a blur of busyness at the time. I mean. It was a whole bunch of different other guys, you know, like I said, Pedro and Hector and Eddie. This was long before them, uh, you know, we were busy with it for about three years. Uh, and then I got, you know, it did keep us busy, you know, it, it was a different landscape at that time. Though social media wasn't the same. It seemed like, you know, it was a lot harder to get things rolling, you know, for us to get played overseas back then, you know, was a pretty big deal because it's not like now, you know, you can be played in, you know, Brazil and, you know, Indonesia, anywhere, all over the world within minutes, you know, back then it was a little bit more legwork. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally agree. And, um, you know, that's one thing that comes up a lot with the, you know, with the podcast is, um, you know, the digital era, how it's changed, uh, you know, the way we stream music and everything else. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, back then you literally had to do, like you said, the legwork you had to do, you know, you had to get out there and tour, you had to do, you had to put the work in. Um, and if you weren't doing that, you know, you were, you're, you weren't being seen unless you were, uh, you know, picked up by a huge record label and different things like that. Um, so we are streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. 
so uh, folks, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to pop them in. Uh, we got Daniel the Bearded uh, popped in uh, saying, what's up, guys? So pleasure having you in, Daniel. But uh, yeah, so uh, the Decade of Decay, um, <laughs> Europe toured, um, you hit it big in Ireland, uh, Canada, you were huge in Canada, and even, you know, in uh, the U.S. Um, and then, uh, you know, your most recent album, um, tell us a little bit about that. There's a little bit of a gap um, with the, you know, with the two albums. Um, so obviously you were writing the success of the first album and touring and doing everything uh, you possibly could. Uh, so, you know, kind of run us into the second album. How, how did that come about? Well, the the gap was basically I took off, you know, had a lot of uh, family issues and, and things like that, I think around 2009. Um, so I went back home and took a couple of year break. Um, I recorded a solo album, uh, I think in 2009 and it kind of, or 2010, it kind of got me back in the mode of writing. I actually started this album, a different version with different members, you know, back in 2000 and I had no desire to really push it. I was just, I wanted to complete it. Um, so I just shelved it, you know, and it's set for, I don't know, seven years because, uh, I found Pedro, we, we've been together now, what about three years? I think it's three years, yeah. you know, like this month. Um, <coughs> so I just, you know, I had started the album back in 2011, thought I finished it, shelved it, didn't care nothing about it, was a working Joe, you know, uh, um, wasn't even, really, and then just things led back up to, I got to find a singer and start up again. And, um, you know, we're, we're right now, we're even further ahead than we were back with the decade of decay. And that has a ton to do with the internet, you know, um, it's a lot easier to do things. You know, Pedro can sing me new, send me new song ideas and I'll send them back, back and forth. You, know, you shoot videos, you know, the quarantine videos. No one has to be in the same room. It does it does uh, change the whole way bands work, you know, but it does make it a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the most recent release is Bottom of the Barrel. Uh, that dropped uh, February 4th of 2022. Uh, so that is the most recent album that he is speaking of. And uh, there's so many good songs on there. Ride Free is probably my top one. Um, on that album uh, so make sure you go check it out you can stream that spotify anywhere um you know you get your music and uh so we discovered or i discovered voodoo moonshine on uh the space zebra show and they were battling for the big stage to play rockville and uh i mean that would have been pretty epic to have you guys with corn uh corn guns and roses kiss i mean you guys fit right in with guns and roses and kiss you guys are are straight rock and roll you know the classic rock and roll um i would say so you, you got the bluesy vibe with it but um you know the best way i can describe it is old school uh 80s rock and roll so yeah yeah you'll have to forgive pedro he talks a whole lot we'll not be able to get words in in between at all but yeah you're right i know i, I mean I we're, that. <laughs> we're older guys you know i mean and i think at this point in our lives and and career you know 
everything we're doing self it's not what's hot and happening what the trend is i mean we're, we're just every at this point everything we do you know it could be the last thing we do so we do it the way we want you know and luckily we've been pretty blessed that uh people have really liked you know all the songs and and everything that's been going on so that's that's a plus you know we won't be doing country or rap or some other stuff that we really don't want to do just just to chase the dream you know right now we have direction but we're not really you know things that are happening are kind of happening on their own yeah and and i love that you guys aren't um you're not trying to please the mainstream. I, you know, I don't want to say that the wrong way, but you're, you know, you do your thing and it's, uh, you know, I, I haven't come across a good um, old school classic rock and roll uh, band um, releasing albums in 2022 as of yet. So um, Pedro, the man that speaks uh, many words, uh, tell us how you feel uh, about being a certified rock star in the band Voodoo Moonshine. Well, it's, it's actually surprising because, um, you know, um, Jeff had, he had seen a video of me singing a YouTube video, a Steelheart song, and he contacted, contacted me three years ago, a little over three years ago, about singing some of the songs that he had. Um, and, you know, I didn't think anything of it, you know. Um, so long story short, I decided to take a stab at it and... Um, and here we are, you know, three years later, we got what, three videos out. We have an album out. Um, it's getting attention all around the world, you know, um, just from really just, uh, you know, this, this stranger guy just sends me a message out of the blue. He wants me to sing a song and I did and boom, you know, here we are. I don't think neither of us expected it to get this far. You know, we were just we were just doing it just, you know, for fun. We're like, oh, that sounds great. You know, let's let's do this. Let's do that. And we kind of we kind of changed what he had shelf. You know, we kind of brought it up. You know, I put my my vocal styling in it and rewrote a couple of the songs and, and we ended up with bottom of the barrel. And I think I think it turned out pretty good for for just, you know, just playing around with it, you know, not being too serious about it. But, you know, just just basically doing it how we wanted to do it. You know how we didn't have like a third party, you know, like a, a suit, you know, record executive telling us uh, we, we don't like this or we don't. We did it how we wanted to do it. Right. And I think um, I think that shows in the final product. So. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so do you think uh, your your previous success uh, with the prior album overseas, um, do you think that has helped you? Uh, with the new album, you know, several years later to kind of pick steam back up overseas in Europe? I, I don't think that it's relevant at all. You know, like I said, it was a different time. It doesn't matter how many albums sold. It doesn't matter what we did back then. I mean, it, uh, you know, 10, 20, 10, 15 years, that's a long gap in between. I mean, right. it's like we're starting over, you know, <clears throat> don't, uh, don't have any dealings with the things that happened back then you know any any business people i may have known i mean it's just a different world now you know so even if i could have them in my, my pocket i don't think that it would do us any. like i said the landscape and the business model is completely different you know um it's always been you know business of music and not the music business you know so it's business but it, it, everything's different 
you know, it used to count album sales. Now it streams. I mean, there's just, it's a totally different game. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. And, um, you know, so tell us, uh, I, I'm sure you have some wild stories. Uh, what is the wildest story uh, that you can think of off the top of your mind during tour? Is, is that your cat screaming? Is that my cat? I, I, yeah. I didn't know he was here. Yeah, he's pissed off. I got him. He's your cat. Um, that's my wild. That's how crazy and wild my life is. I got five yeah. cats, two dogs, two <laughs> rabbits, and a fish. There you go. Yeah, I'm not doing it. There's no, you know, I, maybe it is because we're older, but we don't, we don't do anything wild. I mean, we're, we're the, the whole part, you know, that that was lived so long ago, because, you know, right now you, you worry about throwing a hip out of bed when you're getting out of bed, you know, so, so, so we're, we're all, I mean, we don't drink, we don't party, we just, we work, you know, I mean, I could think of some stories from long, a long, long time ago, but I think those are best left uh, back in the past. Right. <laughs> Don't bring up the, the demons, right? You know, <laughs> no. um, and, and Pedro, I see yeah, you got a couple, uh, uh, couple albums behind you. Um, so did you play in a, a prior band or, or what are those? These are, uh, this is my little studio. Um, I have a little vocal booth that I, um, because we, you know, this, <laughs> this album, we basically recorded, you know, Jeff, Jeff had most of the music pre-down already because, you know, he shelved it. So he luckily he still had the tracks. So I was able to um, most of the songs get the tracks and, you know, built a little vocal booth and I could basically I basically did all the vocal tracks on my own. I didn't have to go to the studio. I just kind of took my time and, you know, did it here in my in my vocal booth. But no, this is these are just like, you know, I got that Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, all the all my idols, you know, from, from the eighties, I got white snake back there. Of course, TNT. Um, I don't see voodoo moonshines. Voodoo moonshines over there. It's, uh, it's, it's by the drums over there. You can't see it. Oh, but it's, okay. uh, it's in that corner over there. <laughs> in <a> corner. <laughs> well, you can't, you can't compare to Def Leppard's and Bon Jovi's and things uh, like that. We, it's we can only try. No. Yeah. Those are some great bands. Uh, I'm a huge fan of kiss. I have the, uh, you know, Destroyer uh, original yeah, LP, so yeah, but, uh, that's my holy grail. I don't have anything <laughs> as cool as Pedro in the studio <laughs> as of yet. So, <laughs> I'm in the office part of the house. So I'm not in my studio. Wasn't getting good signal. No, yeah. no worries. Um, you know, so what does the the future hold for Voodoo Moonshine? I know, obviously, we're we're fresh off the new album. Um, any tour dates coming up? Uh, any any shows? Uh, tell us a little bit more uh, where we can find some uh, Voodoo Moonshine. Um, right now we have uh, two two shows in Florida, uh, August twenty first and twenty sixth. The Suicide Benefit on the twenty first in Sanford, um, and then OCC in Clearwater, Florida on the twenty sixth. Um, we just hooked up with 1013 booking. Um, oh no, wait, and we have another show. 
in Ohio with uh, Nightmare Native Sons and a Rising Force. Uh, that's August 13th. August is going to be kind of busy for us. I mean, obviously, we have the books <laughs> way out, but we're, I mean, we're not going to play a, in a, a bar every weekend. You know, we're trying to, you know, do things that are going to be beneficial to us where we can be around a lot more people, you know, right. possibly pick up some, you know, more followers. Um, so August is, is going to be pretty busy. Uh, in about 30 minutes, we're supposed to find out if we're the four awards for the International Singers and Songwriters Association. Um, what is the best video, best album, best band so we're up for four awards and that'll be an awesome yeah so i mean they're working they're working on some more shows with us but you know we're not we're not jumping to play every you know little dive that we can we're trying to get on some uh, good shows yep and i see that now the the issa awards uh you got some billboard uh you know rock charts uh for bottom of the barrel um, so you guys are actually uh, blowing bottom of the barrel out of uh, the barrel, uh, per se, uh, being on the billboard and, you know, the ISSA. Um, so you guys are, you know, this is, you know, you're, you're being streamed uh, on radio stations, uh, you know, across the country. Um, so for me, it's refreshing to see some of the old school rock and roll I grew up with, you know, um, as a kid listening with my dad. Uh, kind of becoming mainstream, you know, I don't, I hate to say it that way, but, you know, coming back into, you know, the radio plays and, and, and actually being, you know, being pushed and being recognized and, you know, being awarded, you know, being on the billboard charts is huge. Uh, you yeah. know, so it's just for me as, as an, as a fan of uh, all genres of music, it's refreshing to see. Um, so as the artist, you know, how does that, um, you know, tell us how that, you uh, you know, do you still get the butterflies when, you, when we hear, oh, we made the billboard charts or, you know, how does that, you know, how does that feel for the band? Yeah, I think I think it's great. I mean, you know, it, it kind of shows our age, <laughs> but um, but, you know, it's kind of telling that it's it's showing a new generation of, you know, how music really like what, we, what I like to call when real when music was real, you know, back in the 70s and the 80s, when you had real talented musicians going out there and there was none of this auto tune and none of this shit, basically, you know, and, you know, you go out there and you just you just put it out on the line, you know, whether you have a good night or you have a bad night, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's rock and roll and it's raw. And um, and I think, you know, I, I, I've seen a lot of I've come across a lot of people who I play in a, in a local band, just a cover band. And I, you know, just even last night, people coming up to me and say, hey, I saw that Voodoo Moonshine uh, video clip that was posted. And I could not believe, you know, the, the energy that you guys have in your vocal range. And I'm like, well, th that's how it was back then. You know, it's like we're just kind of bringing a little bit of how what we grew up with, bring it up now, you know, to hopefully a new generation and, and you know, new people who have never heard that before you know they were so surprised you know that i was able to do that i'm like that's that's how it was back then you know right. a lot of bands that's you know there was a lot of talent back then and i don't know what happened you know after nirvana came through and just took over and the 90s and the 2000s i can't even remember what was around you know during that time I have no idea who was there yeah yeah so 
you know, that's why, you know, on this album, you know, we kind of, let's just go back to how we grew up that, you know, that energy and what we remember, how we got excited. You know, it was, it was, it was a big excitement when Def Leppard had a new album, you know, I was the first one at the door to buy the record, you know, or Bon Jovi or any of those bands. And we just, you just sat there and you read the lyrics and you, you know, it was, it was exciting just to hold it, you know, and then to go to the show is, it was even, it was incredible. All that was lost. All that was lost. And hopefully now, you know, it's coming back. We're, we're trying to bring it back at least in our own little shows, you know, that little bit of excitement for the audience. And, um, and I, I think a little bit shows in the videos, you know, at least we're trying to, um, yeah. but it, it, it feels good that we're getting seen, you know, by the billboards and all these little things, whether it means something, I don't know, but for us, it just means that we're getting heard, we're getting seen and that, Absolutely. that's enough for us. So, uh, what's up Vato? Thanks for coming in. Uh, pleasure having you in there. Well, I think uh, it's so important to because- Sorry. Yeah. I think you guys froze up a little bit. I think it's more for me, you know, it's the, the songwriter aspect of it. I mean, that people dig it, even if it's about sex or if it's a, a serious story or, you know, obviously people are liking it, you know. And what I like is that everyone we talk to has their own favorite song. You know, it's never the same. We're never compared to one exact band. You know, it's always different. You know, so all these influences and how it was, like Pedro was talking about back then, all of them are melded together with us. You can't say, oh, they're a clone of, you know, Skid Row or they're a clone of this, you know, it's just pretty much that time frame, you know. Um, so, I, I, you know, like with the ISSA award stuff, you know, just being recognized for songwriting, you know, I, I think that's just more important than anything. I don't care if I can play 50 million notes in a split second. That that doesn't matter. The song is the thing that lives forever, you know, and uh, bringing Pedro into the band, you know, brought it to a different level towards just uh, he, he did the songs right, you know. You know, so right now we're trying to stay ahead of the game, you know, with videos and songs and, you know, we're already sharing songs back and forth for the next album. Um, but the, everything kind of changed, like you said, when Nirvana came about and then you know, all the original bands got killed, so they started doing covers and tributes. So I think it changed the, you know, so it went from a show to a gig. You know what I mean? So now I want to bring it back to the, when we play, it's a show, not a gig. You know, a gig's just something you do. You get up in the morning and you go to your work gig, you know. So to try to make it a, a, an event, you know, just for an hour. Because I remember, you know, buying Bon Jovi or, or Def Leppard or whatever. It was a big deal, you know. And if you're playing every weekend, if we're playing every weekend in the same town, it's just going to be old hat, you know, and right. they're going to stay home and watch friends instead of seeing us, you know. So if they realize that we may not be there for another year or a few more months, they at least they're going to try to catch us while they can. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as, as Pedro said, you know, back you know, back then, you could when you actually bought the albums and, and things like that, um, I get more satisfaction um, you know, I, I didn't, I was, I was a young kid listening to Pantera, Megadeth and, and stuff like that with my father. But even, even today, um, I get, ple- you know, more pleasure, you know, buying an album or buying a vinyl, um, or a cassette, um, than just going online and streaming it. I don't know. It's like you said, Pedro, it's, it's about having it in your hand. You have the artwork, um, and it, it's more visual than just clicking the button on your iPhone. Um, yeah. 
you know, so I, again, you know, I collect uh, vinyls and, and cassettes and, you know, the older stuff just because the nostalgia for one and, and two, there's more, um, it's, it's more pleasing to have an actual product in your hand versus, okay, well, I got it on my iPhone type of deal. Right. So, well, you know, we, we did a couple of limited edition releases of this CD basically for the fan club, you know, different covers, you know, because, you know, like you said, it is, it's a thing, man. You know, when I'd buy a CD or an album back in the day, I wanted to read everything. I, I wanted to know who took the photos, who did this, who did the layout, you know, so we did this before this release, and, uh, which is now it's, it's a booklet. I mean, you, you can read who Pedro thinks, you know, who did the, the graphic works, who did the photos and read every word, you know, and that's, that's what was important to me. I would buy, I would go to the record store, buy CDs, never heard the band, but if the CD cover looked cool, I'd buy it. You know, it was either good or it wasn't, you know, but yeah, now it's, you know, it's just easy to stream, you know, and we don't get anything for it. We get, Penny we get played. Dollar. Right. So we're trying to take advantage of that reach considering we're not getting paid for, paid for it, you know? And uh, I think, uh, you know, it's it, it's exciting to see um, things are kind of doing a 180, uh, you know, per se. So vinyls are coming back. You know, vinyls are super popular again. Um, you know, so some of the older, uh, you know, nostalgia items, you could say, are actually making a comeback. Yeah. Um, so it's super cool to see, like, especially, uh, you know, I'm in Orlando. So when you play a show in Clearwater or Sanford, I'm right in the middle so I can you know, see you guys live, but, uh, you know, there's so many record stores popping up and so many, uh, you know, vintage, um, you know, cassettes, vinyls, eight tracks. It's just, it's, yeah. uh, there's a big, um, it's almost like it has a cult following now. It's just becoming yeah. super popular and blowing up. So, um, I think that, uh, I mean, it's exciting for me because I'm into that stuff, but it's also, I wonder how it's going to change this generation when they can go to the vinyl store and be like, and this is what my parents listen to. I mean, this is pretty cool. Let me get it and take it home, you know, type of thing. So, um, you know, it's just exciting to see how the music industry and how the digital era or the, you know, the technology has changed everything, but yet we're coming back to full circle, you know, you know, even some clothes. Like if I would have kept all my stuff from when I was a kid, I mean, that stuff would have been worth money. You know, there's hats yeah. that that are selling for 300 bucks now because they're vintage. And, you know, so I, it's it's the cool thing um, coming back. So, yeah, because um, yeah, I remember being young and hating the fact that I had to wear corduroy. Now I grab my corduroy jacket everywhere I go. It is cool that everything's kind of going back. Uh, I hate saying retro, but man, it's it's a good excuse for them to charge a lot of money for this stuff. You know, I'd love for us to put right. out some vinyl at some point. Um, you know, we're looking into it, but um, the demand is going to have to increase before, you know, we just use that expense. You know, because yeah, it's not absolutely. cheap in vinyl. Vinyls, that's because it's becoming such a like a nostalgic thing. You know, and coming back, it's it's an expense. Yep, oh, it's that supply and demand. So the prices are definitely up to get a vinyl pressed. Um, yeah. You know, but uh, it is super cool. Uh, you know, so tell us, uh, where can uh, the folks that are, are listening, I have uh, the website below, um, you know, that are watching live, but uh, where can we find uh, Voodoo Moonshine, 
Um, where can we support you guys? Where can we find uh, upcoming um, shows, merchandise, things like that? Yeah, I believe everything's on VoodooMoonshineRocks.com. There's um, yeah. on the menu there. You, you have the you click on the store. You can, you can buy shirts and the CDs and other stuff on there. And I'm sure we'll probably be posting our uh, schedule there as well. Okay. Yeah. And that's, uh, folks, that's the best way to support the band. Yes. Uh, yep. you know, and all the, the all this, yep. And all the social links are up on there as well. Like, you know, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. I think we got Twitter and we tweet. I don't tweet. I don't even know what a tweet is, but you know, we got all the, all the social media stuff, you know, we aren't involved in any of that. That's why we don't have direct answers. <laughs> but all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, you know, definitely go to YouTube and, and watch our video. Uh, we're trying to monetize, monetize everything. You know, this uh, last video for Bring It Down did really well. Um, and we will be coming out with a new video and single, you know, in the next, uh, early around June, beginning of June, hopefully. So if you go to our website that Pedro mentioned, all our stuff will be updated there. I believe the August shows are already listed. So any other new shows will get posted there as well. Awesome. And that's, uh, again, the best way to support the band, uh, you know, buy the album, uh, buy the digital download. If they offer that merch, anything like that, that all goes to the band and helps the band uh, keep thriving and uh, mm -hmm. continues their uh, rock star legacy. Um you know, so any final uh, words for the fans out there? They want to hear from Pedro, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I I think for the for the fans out there, for me, it would it, I would be interested um, to know. I mean, they can jump on Facebook or even um, you know YouTube and just leave a comment. You know, let us know what you think. Let us know what song you like the best, which song you like the least. You know, we're we're not. You know, we, we want to know what our fans are thinking. You know, yeah. we're already working on our second album. You know, I, I get up in the morning. I, I don't know what it is, Jeff, but every morning I have a, I have a little guitar amp and uh, a guitar. And um, every morning when I get up to put up the, my shoes to go to work, because I do have a regular job, I write every morning I've been able to write a song. So I'm just okay. in this, I'm in this songwriting. You know, once you get in the flow, you got you to gotta take it because... You can get you can hit a dry spell, you know. So I'm curious to know. What the, I'm curious to know what the what the fans think um, of the songs. Because you know, I hear that. Yeah, you know, I like the songs and everything. But I, I kind of would like to hear you know specifics. You know, it's like oh, I like the, you know, I like the groove on the song, or I like the, you know, the, the, you know, the scream on this song. And I'm I'm just curious because I, I don't know. I'm just basically writing what I feel. But yeah. um, and it's going to continue that way. But it would be interesting for me, you know, for the fans to just kind of leave a comment, you know, just to, if they're on Facebook or, or YouTube, just take take a minute and just kind of leave a comment of what uh, what they think about the songs. Uh, so yeah, essentially what Pedro is saying, he wakes up in the morning and he pisses excellence. So <laughs> well, yeah. he continues to piss excellence because uh, and, and he could finish this album up real quick. I <laughs> so just send me it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're, you know, with him writing more and then the stuff that I have stockpiled and, you know, uh, whatever ideas Hector and Eddie may come up with. I mean, I think once we get in. 
in the mode, we'll we'll be okay and be able to, you know, pretty well. Um, I do like we we're working on a couple of uh, song ideas that Pedro just sent, and you know, I'm really digging them. So, you know, that this album's new to everybody, but it's ten years old to me. You know, we're enjoying what it's doing, but you know, I think now that we have all new guys, you know, it's gonna make a big difference when everyone's involved personally instead of you know, like Pedro coming in and redoing vocals, the words that were already written. And then Eddie just, you know, and make little changes, but a whole new album will be totally different for everybody. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, if you want your, you know, if you love good old uh, classic rock and roll, you want your ear holes pleasured, you want your ear holes moist, go ahead and listen to Voodoo Moonshine. Um, they will do the trick for you. Uh, a huge fan of Voodoo Moonshine, and you can f uh, find all the information you need on Voodoo Moonshine at VoodooMoonshineRocks.com. Upcoming tour dates, merch, go support the band. Uh, let them know how much you love their music. They are up for uh, several awards with the ISSA. Uh, they are cracking the Billboard charts, um, so they are making waves in the music community. Um, and it's just uh, awesome to see some good old rock and roll coming back to the scene. So, thank you. And uh, so, if there's no final words, no question, folks, we are going to wrap this episode up of the Sloppy Syndicate. And uh, remember, folks, keep it sloppy, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for having us, man.